Let's begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll get started. Thank you, Father, for this week. In the midweek, Father, we come and we are seeking your will and your wisdom. Lord, we come because we love you and we are interested in you. We want to learn about you, Father, even more than we already know. So we pray that you would reveal yourself to us. As we sit here, Lord, we many times come and our minds have been tossed to and fro by things happening throughout the week. But Lord, we pray that we would have a clear mind, able to focus and concentrate under the filling of the Spirit on the, on the message. This we ask in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And um, we, we identified the, uh, the thought that spiritual gifts are not just tricks that God gives us to, to show off, you know, to, to impress other people, to show people how fantastic we are. These gifts are given for a purpose. And the purpose has to do with God's ultimate purpose for the church. We, we distinguished last time that there is Israel and there's the church. We talked about some gifts that even though they may be the same, like prophecy or whatever, there were prophets in the Old Testament, but there are prophets in the New Testament. Are they the same? No, they're not. They're not the same. When it talks about the church was established on the foundation of apostles and prophets, it's not talking about the prophets of the Old Testament. It's talking about New Testament prophets. So we're not to, we're not to say that prophecy, um, that, that the function of prophecy may change, but we're talking about this gift of prophecy that God has given the New Testament church. And why is it different? Because the Old Testament prophets we talked about gave the revelation of God from Adam to all the way through to the millennium to the second coming of Christ. He, they gave that in detail. You can read the Old Testament and see the end and know. That's why the Jews, uh, even after uh, Christ was raised from the dead, and the Jews had crucified their Savior. Remember, He came to His own. His own did not receive Him. They crucified Him. And then He rose from the dead. They didn't, nobody believed that He would rise from the dead. And then, in, in Acts chapter 1, the disciples come to Him and they say, So... Is it at this time that you are going to restore to us the kingdom of Israel? Now wait a minute. Israel just defeated. They just killed their Christ. Christ was raised. Now what? You think God's just going to go back to Israel and say, Okay, now? How come the disciples ask such a question? Because you know why? They could read the Old Testament. They knew that Israel has a future. They know that it does. There's nothing that can deny the word of God that Israel is going to be around. So, well, is it now or later? Just tell me, because I know it's true that Israel will be restored. Just tell me the timing of it. That's what they're asking. Jesus didn't say it wouldn't happen. He just says, well, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons that the Father has put in His own hand. But yet, because why? Because the mystery age was about to dawn. And they were getting ready to go into a whole new age where Jew and Gentile put aside. Christ, the one new man, is going to be prominent. So he told them, just hang on, you know, there's going to be further information coming. You'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll show you. And sure enough, 
God brings about the mystery. Well, well, a few days later, what happens? Pentecost. Pentecost happens. So there's a purpose for gifts in the church that is unique to the church. We have to begin to see that. Now Christ, we, always, we said last week that God created or, or you know, testified whenever there was a change. He testified to that change by signs, wonders, miracles. Look at the, the Mosaic Law. It, that, when God established that, that was a turning point in history. Paul talks about that point from, he says that before the law, you know, in, it was Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. Before the law, sin was in the world. But, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. What's he talking about? He's talking about this time between Adam and Moses. It's a very significant time, the giving of the law. But that did not come with God just saying, okay, Moses is in a cave somewhere. And, and that came with great fanfare and lightning and peals of thunder and smoke and miracles. And all these things happened by when God gave the law. We talked about when the people said, let us see God. We're, we're tired of Him. Tell, tell, let God tell us Himself. And we saw what happened. God did show up. What they say? Okay, <laughs> don't let. It's okay. We don't need. You can talk to Moses. Moses, you tell us what happened. Right. So we find that the um, even in the New Testament, right? John the Baptist. We said, did John the Baptist do any miracles? Not a one. Not one recorded that John the Baptist did. But yet he was a great man, wasn't he? He was a prophet. Israel looked at John and said, now, th- now this man, there's something about him. Even the Pharisees and the Sadducees were impressed with John. Yeah, but when Jesus came, they said, well, we don't know about you. Jesus said, but John pointed to me. Well, you, didn't you believe in John? It's, hold on, if we say we believe in John, then John pointed to him. We might be caught. Well, we don't know. We'll have to think about that. You know? So they, they were, were having this trouble. You know, but they had understood that John was something special. Why? Because he came in the same way. Old Testament prophets came. He was, you know, he cried out against Israel, did all the things Old Testament prophets did. In fact, John was the last of the Old Testament prophets. He was the very last. And he was the greatest, says Jesus. But then, Jesus comes along, and what happens? Miracle after miracle. I mean, Jesus was performing so many miracles, it was undeniable that he was. Who somebody, you know, that God had sent. And Nicodemus said as much. He says, we know, meaning me and others, we know that you must be from God. Because nobody is doing this stuff. Nobody. I like to say that today. You know, many people are, are doing lots of miracles, they say. But I have to say to them, I don't know about you. I know Jesus. He's from God. I don't know about you people. But... See, so uh, the miracles do testify to something. Somebody does a miracle. It's not just like God said, let me pull a rabbit out of my hat. That's not the whole purpose of miracles. We talked about this last week. But yet, that's what's in people's minds. You know, if somebody does something and they think it's miraculous, oh man, this is something. This is exciting. Let's go to church next week. We'll see some more. Right? But that's not what it's about. It's not about miracles. What are the miracles for? That's what, whenever God performs miracles, guess what He's trying to do? Hear me. This is why i got something to tell you. That's why the, 